My wife, Laura, has started doing some tutoring at a local elementary school near our house uh, where our boys used to go to school, and so she's going to be doing that some next year as well, and uh, the boys had a good time there, and so she knows a lot of the teachers there, and so on her first few days, she got a chance to kind of reunite with all them and had a really warm welcome, and uh, it was the last week of school, and so on the, the last day, right before Christmas break, she came in to her new tutoring desk that another uh, tutor had kind of given up for her, and she found on her desk this really nicely wrapped gift. And uh, it, it didn't have a two sticker on it, but it said, love, Terry. And so Laura thought, wow, that's really sweet, right? This is a nice way to make me feel welcome. She knew Terry. They had a great relationship and uh, when she had been there before at the school. And so, yeah, that's a nice way to make me feel welcome here. And so Laura opened it up, and inside were all kinds of things that she really loved. There was a couple of Starbucks gift cards in there, some Warm, fuzzy, woolly socks to keep you warm. They'd be great today, wouldn't they, out in this, all this cold weather. Uh, some uh, chocolate-covered peppermint Oreo cookies, uh, some uh, Bath and Body Works hand lotion, a snowman ornament, all kinds of neat stuff, and even some um, Christmas wake-up K-cup tea that you can brew at home. So really nice gift, and Laura thought, wow, she really knows me very well. How sweet uh, of her to give me this, this gift. So later in the day, Laura ran into Terry and said, thank you so much. You know, that just means a lot to me. I really appreciate what you did for me. And, you know, I'm, I'm new here in this role of tutoring. And just that was just a nice thing to do to give me as a Christmas present. And, and Terry kind of looked at her, and she seemed a little bit out of sorts. And so um, Laura kind of walked away feeling a little weird about that. And later in the day, Terry ran into Laura. She said, Laura, I'm really sorry. I hate to say this, but that gift wasn't for you. It was for Sarah. I put it on her desk, right? Sarah's the one that had given Laura this desk, and Terry didn't know that. And so it was a very embarrassing moment. I think Laura's probably thinking in her head, it would have been nice to write to Sarah on the tag right before you put it on someone's desk. And so, so here's, it got even a little bit more embarrassing. So Terry said to Laura, Laura, you know, it's for Sarah, and I really need to get those gifts back from you. So Laura said, oh, you know what? That's okay. Absolutely. She said, let me wrap it back up. I'll get it to Sarah. No problem. And so that's exactly what she did. Uh, and she came home and uh, she told me about it, told some of her friends about it. You know? and so I guess a question for you would be, like, if you were Terry and you're giving this gift to someone by mistake and they thanked you for it, would you have said, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. There's a mistake made. You know, I just want to be honest with you. I, I need to give that back to Sarah. Probably not going to see her for two weeks, you know, because of the Christmas break. I'm really sorry about that. Or would you have maybe said, you know what, I'm just going to pretend that I intended to give that to Laura all along and let her have that, and I'm just going to go to Sarah and say, you know, I, this is what happened. I'll get you another gift in two weeks. It'll all be okay. What would you have done in that situation, right? There's no right or wrong. It's just unique situation, but mistaken identity going on in, in this situation, so... I want us to think about mistaken identity as we read the Christmas story. Uh, let me read this to you from Matthew's Gospel, and let's think about that in our lives today. From Matthew's Gospel, this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, 
because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and she gave him the name Jesus. Now, as I think about the story of Mary and Joseph and Jesus, uh, we probably read this every year, but I always, you know, God always speaks to me in different ways when I read this. You know, I was, just, I was thinking about this from the perspective of if you were Mary, you were Joseph, and the angel Gabriel showed up to you and said, I would like for you to be a parent of God, how do you think you would react to that? I think, honestly, I might say back to the angel, do you have the right person? (laughs) You know, that's a really great honor and everything, but I'm not sure that I qualify to be the parent of God. Are you sure about this? Right? Mary, a 13-year-old young girl, right? Joseph, this carpenter, right? The everyday average people. But that's exactly who God chose, right? He knew Mary's heart. He knew Joseph's heart. And there was no mistaken identity in that. And Thankfully, Mary and Joseph decided to go along with God's plan, and they were the parents of Jesus and raised him very faithfully. And we're grateful for the gift of Jesus, right? Just as we, we talked about in our prayer earlier today, that God has created us all in God's image, and there's a lot of goodness inside of every one of us because we're created in God's image. There's goodness in all of you, goodness in all of us. We also have the freedom to choose, and sometimes we make bad decisions. Sometimes we make decisions that hurt other people. Sometimes we make decisions that hurt ourselves, and we have these broken relationships. And so we know what it's like to feel guilty. We know what it's like to feel ashamed. We know what it's like to carry around emotional baggage and regret through our life. And one day we're going to die, and then just this brokenness kind of overwhelms us. And so God said, that's not what I intended. And so he sent his son Jesus to be this great gift at Christmas, to be the, the baby, right? The son of God, God himself, who grew up to be a man and a, a preacher. And he preached and he taught and he healed and he did miracles. And then he did the unthinkable. He gave up his life on a cross and he died. When he did that, he took upon himself our wrongdoing and our brokenness and our shame and our, our guilt and, and our death. And he defeated it when he came back to life. So that you and I can be forgiven. We can be in right relationship to God. We can let go of our guilt and our shame and allow God to give us a life that is full, full of joy and peace and and meaning. And we can help other people come to know the love of God. That's the great gift of Christmas today. And I hope that you have received that gift. And if not, that you will consider receiving that gift in your life. And maybe if you're like me, sometimes I think, wow, that's amazing. And I think Jesus is real and it's good and all that stuff. But I just, I wonder if sometimes there's a mistake here. I think Jesus might have come for other people, but not for me. Right? If you knew what I had done, God, then you probably wouldn't have sent Jesus. Preacher, if you knew what some of my past was, you would know that Jesus came for some people, but not for me. But the good news today is that God came for all. Jesus was sent for all of us, right? There's no mistake in this, right? Jesus is a gift for each and every one of you. Your name is on the gift of Jesus, each and every one of you. There is no mistake in that at all, at all. no matter what you've done in your life, no matter where you come from. God loves you and wants to be in a loving personal relationship with you and to give you a life that is full. 
There is no mistake about it. Jesus came for you. So what's the point today? What's the big idea? What's the takeaway? It's pretty straightforward from what I'm saying, but sometimes it's hard for us to believe it, right? Jesus is God's gift for us. Jesus is God's gift for you. Jesus is God's gift for me. Jesus is God's gift for us. And so I just encourage you, like, as an action step to kind of respond to this today is to receive Jesus. Right? If you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, to say, thank you, Jesus, for creating me. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for living for me. Thank you for being willing to forgive me and give me a life that is full and help me to have meaning and purpose in my life. Lord, come and be my Savior. And to those of us who walk with Jesus, right? Maybe we stray a little bit. We can turn back and receive Jesus. Or, or maybe we just need to say, Jesus, things are good with me and you today. And I'm just so grateful for you being the gift in my life. Receive Jesus today. Because he is the gift for you. Your name is on this gift of Jesus. And there is no mistake. And there are no taking back the gifts from Jesus. He's for keeps. Receive Christ today. And have a very Merry Christmas. Amen.